Welcome to 43rd and Woodland, the intersection where family and science forge together. I'm Jared Hunter, class of 2016. And I'm Sean Ahern, class of 2019, and we are your hosts. Excited to bring you another episode for your personal and professional development. Today on 43rd and Woodland, we celebrate our one-year anniversary of the podcast. Our birthday. So on on this special episode, we will reflect on how we started, our journey that has brought us here today, and our vision for the podcast moving forward. So with that, welcome, Jared. Yeah, welcome, Sean. Who would have thought a year has passed since we crazily decided to start this podcast? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. No, definitely. <laughs> people still like listening to us, but I mean, I guess it's going. It seems to be going all right. Yeah. Everybody seems to like it. Yeah, there's, so there's, I mean, there's a, a bunch of stuff for us to reflect on. Oh, um, Yeah, we, we definitely come a long way, to say the least. Yeah, and I mean, it makes me think about going back a year, like the initial process that we started with, like, and kind of how far we've come from where we started a year ago. It was it's yeah. kind of wild. Uh, no, that's true. And I still, to this day, think that you, I mean, well, you still are the expert of podcast <laughs> recording. But when we first started, I was like, oh, Jared has done this for years. Nope. But even you, like you started your Woodbury Voice podcast. Uh, for any listeners that don't know about Woodbury Voice, definitely listen to that. Yeah. Uh, Jared is killing it over there. But you only started that like three months before. So I thought you yeah. had just everything figured out, but no. we were kind of learning together. Yeah, we really were. I mean, when I first started Woodbury Voice, I was actually using a completely different platform. All of my software was different. Zero idea what I was doing. <laughs> and we jumped into it just as confidently a couple months later with 43rd and Woodland. Mm-hmm. And yeah, here we are. I think we're doing kind of semi professional work now i'll call yeah, it i think, I think <laughs> and surprisingly everything that we've used is free i mean again shout out to you for figuring all this out i still have no idea how to record a podcast i mean what we're originally using skype right we were yeah we started out with skype we were using my skype account which i i did not purchase so <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of um we had a lot of mishaps with skype just because of that and yeah. you know it was funny i think the funniest thing about that experience and figuring out how to use Skype to record when we first started, when we did Fiona's episode, when we did the, uh, the finance episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, there was that moment where it cut off. Cause I think Skype only lets you do like 40 minutes or 60 minutes and it just cuts off. <laughs> and we were in the middle of a, like an actual in-depth discussion if, I start, if you go back and listen to Fiona's episode, you might be able to pick up on where we kind of cut out on things uh, because what had happened was she literally just cut out. Yeah. Like <laughs> she was in this in-depth conversation with us about like the government shutdown and all of a sudden it just went off and I had to call her on my phone, my personal cell phone and just hold up the phone to the mic so that we could capture the last like 10 minutes of audio yeah, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a big learning curve. Yeah, that that was a time. That was a time, and that was literally our second episode. That was we our, just learned about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was our second episode. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. And then, yeah, figuring out audacity again, uh, how to actually edit on there, um, yeah. teaching me the kinks. It still takes me, which is pretty funny. Now a year, you you would think I would be become better at editing, right? But if honestly, it still takes me probably twice as long as it does you <laughs> to edit our podcast. But I still have so much fun. 
yeah knowing it to say the least it's definitely a fun experience you know once you get into the groove of podcast production i think at first it's definitely a little bit jarring because like you have to hear your own voice a lot and you basically have to have the conversation and then you have to listen to the entire conversation all over again and while you're editing so it feels like you're doing twice the work but once you kind of get into the groove of things it's definitely fun to be able to edit but yeah, Audacity has not been always so kind to us either. No, no, because what we we jumped to that after Skype, we ran out of our free calling. We yeah, we jumped. Well, we jumped to Zoom. I think at the beginning of this year, and yeah, Audacity was not super helpful when it came to saving audio files. No, and I think it was. It must have been the episode that we did with with Jenna and Tom and Johnson. Yeah, uh, that was the that was actually I think the only live episode that we've done kind of or I'll say the only in person episode yeah, that we've done. And yeah, the <laughs> I mean, that was the that was a t- that was a night that we did the the photo shoot for the bulletin article that just came out too. Yeah. And so there yeah. was like a whole big production that entire night. Like mm-hmm. we had the photo shoot with Colleen and Jenna at the IPEX. Yeah. Um, and then jumping over to Goodman and actually recording in front of the students. And we lost all the audio. <laughs> all the audio uh, yeah. did not save properly. And we had to <laughs> re-record, I think, a couple weeks later. Yeah, seriously. And shout out to Johnson, Tom, and Jennifer allowing us to re-record with them. Yeah. <laughs> because I know they uh, doing that all over again probably wasn't fun for them either. Yeah. And that was right around spring break, too. So they were... Uh, they were definitely champs for being able to to be flexible with that, but yeah. such is the world of podcast production. Yeah, seriously, that is true. But now that brings us to Zoom, and that's what we're using tonight. Right. We've been using that for the past few episodes. Yeah. Uh, the one thing with Zoom that it also does record video, mm-hmm. but I don't think we're there yet with sharing <laughs> sharing the video right yeah. now. <laughs> you don't want to see these ugly mugs, but I mean, Zoom has been great so far. Uh, the good thing about Zoom is that it automatically downloads all of those things and it gives you, like you said, different formats. So you get an MP4, you get an M4A uh, and an M3U. So you have different audio options to be able to use and to edit with. And it's been, I mean, I think Zoom has probably been the most reliable uh, free platform that we've used to be able to get these episodes done since we started using it at the beginning of this year. Yeah, that's a good point. And and thank goodness, you know, all the converters and what the files that they share, uh, because I still have no idea what a three M3U and an M4A (laughs) is. Honestly, I don't know what any of those things are either, but if you say them confidently, then people think, you know, that's the best. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So we're definitely experts. I mean, we have to be at this point. We have to be. As long as we say it confidently, nobody's going to question us. No, no, Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, I mean, that's just a simple Google search, really. Yeah. Oh, definitely. To figure that stuff out. Google. Yeah. And then last but not least, shout out to Anchor. I don't know who's listening from Anchor, but thank you for allowing us to upload our podcast to the website and for them to share our episodes across the interwebs, I guess you can call. Yeah, the interwebs. Spotify, the Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing too, is that it there's so many different platforms that people listen to podcasts on and Anchor knows that and it shares our episodes with all of those platforms for free automatically. So I'm looking at our analytics right now. Actually, we've had over 750 followers through the podcast over the last year. Yeah. And probably a lot of that has, is because we have a diversity in 
the platforms that we share our episodes with. Really cool analytics that Anchor shares with you too. So 31% of our listeners actually listen through Anchor. Uh, yeah. And the other 30 through Apple Podcast, 26 through Spotify, and 12 through other platforms. So that's definitely uh, super cool. I think the other really amazing analytic that I'm looking at, Sean, is uh, the majority, and by majority, I mean like 70% of our listeners are between the ages of 23 and 27. Yeah, that's true. Which is amazing. Yeah, Uh, and that's exactly the audience that we're targeting. Uh, especially those those young alumni and even students too. Um, yeah. I know a lot of students take advantage and listen to the podcast. So thank you again uh, to all of our listeners out there. Yeah. And I think that that's important too, you know, thinking about all of these kind of like reflecting on the process and different platforms and, and softwares that we've used, because I think we've kind of been able to create a little bit of a, a cheat sheet or a tip list uh, in terms of, some of the things that other folks might be thinking about or want answers to as they're starting their journey into podcast production. So I definitely think that one of the biggest things that we've just mentioned is obviously like there's no reason at all for you to feel intimidated in creating a podcast because it's so easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, If people like Sean and I can do it successfully (laughs) for a year, then there's no reason that you have to worry or feel uh, intimidated by uh, starting that journey and creating your own podcast and because it's free, right? The, yeah. the only, the only upfront cost really was the, the mics that we mm-hmm. use because you want decent quality audio, but you know, you can find some really good quality microphones on Amazon uh, pretty cheap. And that's really, I mean, I do two successful podcasts now and I've spent like 50 bucks on a mic since, mm-hmm. you know, so the, the bar is very low in terms of being able to actually do a really decent podcast and using some of those other platforms has made it even easier. And uh, it's still a hundred percent free. Yeah, that's very true. And, and even though, again, with unfortunately the pandemic and the situation that we're in, we've been doing almost all of our podcasts virtually. Yeah. which has been great. So using the zoom platform uh, has really helped us out there. And even with the audio quality, that's something that we've always worried about. But like you said, just buying a cheap mic, is good to go. Yeah. And even on top of that too, like knowing your audience, Jared, you just shared too, like what 70% of our listeners between the ages of 23 and 37. So we knew that was the age that we wanted to really target Mm -hmm. as well as just knowing that surprisingly you scientists still just didn't have a podcast. We did our research. A lot of universities and schools have those podcasts there for the young alumni as well as students. But Um, It was something easy for us to kind of jump on. Yeah. Um, And I I definitely think that the other thing that we, to be honest, are still probably not as disciplined with, but still is obviously a skill that other folks should try and heed maybe a little bit more than us is planning ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's definitely a little bit difficult given the pandemic and, and work schedules and everything else that's going on to be able to plan ahead as much as possible. But it's so much easier when you have a few different ideas that you can start to pin down early, whether it's two or three or four episodes ahead and map them out. You know, what are some of the questions that you're going to be asking? When can you schedule to record? You know, actually scheduling and blocking out some time to edit and when you're going to publish those episodes as much as you can to, to schedule and plan ahead. The easier it is and the more successful the podcast is going to definitely be. And that's 
like I said, something that we're still kind of aspiring towards, but, you know, certain conditions make it a little bit more difficult than, uh, than we'd like. But that's definitely, I think, an amazing tip that folks can really take with them uh, to make their podcast successful. Yeah, that's a really good point. And even just to mention, like, this is something that we do on our off hours. Again, we already know how busy you are. Um, I'm, I have my full-time job now working nine to five Monday through Friday, but just taking that time, like you were saying, like planning ahead as well as being as proactive of just creating a script Mm -hmm. and understanding what you want to ask, what intention that you have with your theme and your understanding, but at the same time being adaptable. I think that's the biggest thing that I feel like we thrive off of Mm -hmm. is just knowing that where we want to go with the direction, but also just being those good listeners and asking those questions that we didn't even come up with until we start listening to our guests. Right. Uh, I really think has been beneficial for our listeners and last but not least, even more beneficial for us because I feel like we're learning along the way as well. Yeah. And I think that I'll, I'll also give us some credit too. I think that there's partially <laughs> some, there's some skill there that we've already had, you know, especially both of us being resident advisors while we were on campus we were trained really to be able to have conversations with people, mm-hmm. especially when it came to maybe some touchy subjects or difficult conversations. And I think that we really thrive in that space to be able to listen actively and formulate the right questions and responses around what we're hearing from our guests. And hopefully our listeners are also tuning into that because it's something as a skill that a lot of other folks are going to be looking for and that everybody can kind of benefit from, from having in their, their tool belt as a skill. And obviously, you know, with that, just being adaptable and and flexible, it really just boils down to us enjoying what we do. We, we have fun with this podcast. Um, I definitely think that for some reason, our intro episode is still the most listened to episode (laughs) of the, I don't know, 12 or 13 episodes that we've done. So I think I'll credit all of our our sense of humor and our ability to have fun while we record these podcasts as to why everybody liked our intro episode the most. But yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. If you don't like doing it, then you shouldn't do it, Um, you know, because it'll definitely come through as people listen and you want people to really tune into something that they're excited about because you're excited about. Yeah. That's a really great point. And so these are the tips all of our listeners out there. Again, if you want to start your own podcast, these are like the very foundational five tips that I think Jared and I came up with and how we got to where we are today. And just again, to reiterate, like Jared mentioned, we are in this quarters, I guess they say, because they post every quarter, the bulletin for you sciences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so read our story uh, yeah. and definitely reach out to us if you guys have any questions, but this is where we share our tips. Yeah. And if you want a copy of the bulletin, there are plenty for, for uh, everybody to go around. Um, I think you can also find it on the U sciences website, the, the online article, and there's plenty of pictures and, and tips and other podcasts that Sean and I listen to. It's definitely a great article. Um, and want to give a huge shout out to institutional advancement and communications and marketing for putting everything together around our story with this podcast. It definitely came out as an amazing piece uh, just to look at other than some of the dorky pictures that we took. <laughs> <laughs> They'll laugh at those pictures. Yeah. If you want to see me uh, doing a piggyback on, on Sean's back, then uh, that is the article to read. 
Yeah. If honestly, it should have been the other way around. I should have jumped on your back. That would have been more fun, uh, but it probably would have been a shorter photo shoot. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> it would have been a little bit shorter, uh, and there may have been some sirens in the distance. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think all of that being said, too, it's really important, even if we didn't share this advice in the bulletin, it's really important to share through the podcast in general, just because we could uh, give to someone who's interested in starting a podcast, the idea of what that vision should look like, you know, yeah. for, for that journey and how more importantly, how you stick to that vision, you know, what that looks like about what do you want to talk about? And even more so what do people listening want to hear? Right. And so again, like talking about identifying your audience, being in tune with the people who you would want to listen to the podcast. And then what are you going to talk about? You know, those are really important things uh, that, that are laid out in the bulletin, but we're also sharing that advice now because it's a really important step in the journey of really not uh, the, the very first uh, kind of question that you have to ask yourself once you do decide that you want to start a podcast is what's it going to be about uh, and, and who's going to be listening and what do they, those people want to hear? Yeah, it's a really good point. And I know that's something that we had to sit down and figure out as well as, again, our intro, as well as the name of our podcast. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing, I think our, our vision has kind of stayed true this entire time. I mean, now looking back from a year, mm -hmm. and it really still is providing that relevant content that serves as that guide for both students and young professionals alike um, yeah. as they navigate through school and or their careers. Mm -hmm. And it's also that opportunity and something that we've seen and something we'll talk about more with next steps of our podcast, but developing that sense of community mm -hmm. uh, for both young professionals within youth sciences and even outside of youth sciences. And that's something yeah. great that I think we've now stepped out of that boundary of just not youth sciences community, but even any young professionals alike. Yeah. And I think that that's a unique thing about what we're doing is that, you know, both of us are young professionals right now. And so for us, a lot of these conversations that we're having ultimately are intended kind of to actually enhance our own professional development as well as our listeners. And, you know, so that's really a, a decent foundation that we've created with the content through our episodes is that if I wasn't the, you know, if you and I weren't the co-host or the curators of this podcast, and this content was still being shared in this format, it would still be 100% something that I would find relevant and something that I would want to and almost need to listen to uh, as I start to traverse being a young professional. Um, and the thing is, what's really important is that it's not necessarily just in tune with healthcare or science professions either. Yeah. Um, these are very general ideas and tips and pieces of advice uh, that any young professional, I mean, I'm in community development and public policy, but a lot of this stuff is still just as relevant to, to someone like you who's in pharmacy and uh, that industry. So that's a very unique thing that I think we're doing with the episodes that we've created so far. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess we'll take the time now just going through our journey. And I think yeah. no other better way to do that is really to start with our first episode. Yeah. So again, the advice that we shared was planning those four to five episodes ahead of time. And a lot of these is something that we thought about. Again, what Jared reiterated, like these are the answers that we wish we knew or the questions that we wanted to ask. And I think the first and most important one was with one of my personal mentors, uh, Dr. Samarth Parikh of emerging as a leader. Uh, the fact that he's jumped so far and so fast into his career only being, I think it was only five years out. 
Yeah. Um, and also now it's actually about to finish his MBA and then potentially get his JED is something truly incredible. But if you are interested, just understanding the t- difference between managerial positions as well as leadership, mm-hmm. uh, he really goes into detail about that, about leaders motivating individuals, while at the same time, managers are the ones that are planning, organizing, and coordinating. And he mm-hmm. does a great job of marrying the two and showing how they're both vital uh, yeah. within any industry as well as with any business, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And then he also gives a very different twist about planning your five to 10-year plan. Uh, so I definitely would recommend listening to that episode. I actually just listened to it not too long ago and reached out to him. Yeah, uh, It's still so relevant to this day. That's awesome. Uh, I hope he's doing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I, I definitely learned a lot from, from Dr. Parikh and it, that episode. I listen to a lot of these episodes uh, every now and, and again, just to kind of pick out little extra nuggets and things like that. So the five-year plan was definitely something that has stuck with me. One of the other things that stuck with me was the, the episode that we did right after with uh, Fiona and Brent. I mean, we titled it the bane of everyone's existence because it was about finances and that's kind of true, but <laughs> I definitely think that between Fiona's story and Brent's advice and uh, his kind of knowledge about how to manage finances, especially as a young person made me feel a little bit uh, more at ease uh, than before I started, you know? So Fiona was in my year, she was a class of 2016 graduate. She was a psychology major and has since moved to the DC metro area working for the federal government and got swept up in the government shutdown in late 2018, early 2019. And all of the advice and the ways that she was able to adapt and and be flexible to that, that financial shutdown or that government shutdown and the financial situation that ensued for her was really relevant. You know, whether we were in a government shutdown or not, or whether we were in a pandemic or not, um, you know, I definitely think that the advice is relevant, um, especially for a young professional. So, you know, check out coupons and look at different apps that help you save, um, being able to take surveys and, and get a couple of dollars here and there or selling things that, you know, might be in your apartment that you've stashed away somewhere that might be worth something. All really great advice. And then Brent was, oh my God, just like icing on the cake because like the 50, 20, 30 rule about how much you should be spending on entertainment and how, how much should be going on savings and debt. Like all of that stuff was just so relevant. Uh, And especially again, for a young professional who may not have as many finances or who may not be as financially savvy. Those are some of the tips that a lot of people who are, are using now. So to have that type of knowledge at a younger age, just puts you in a better space. So I would definitely recommend listening to both of those episodes. It was kind of a two-parter to listen to both of those episodes again, because just amazing advice and especially relevant right now. Yeah, that's a great point. And especially just having that resource. Again, you don't learn that at any university. Like you don't learn just those little tidbits that again, Brent picked up on because he had a finance degree um, at Rutgers University. So you mm-hmm. really don't learn any of that, unfortunately. So just like you said, getting that head start. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm, pr- I'm still pretty proud of our catchy slash witty title there, The Bane of Everyone's Existence. I have to reiterate it. it was anyone good. has watched Batman, come on. <laughs> It, it's it's pretty it's pretty good i still don't understand why it had to be a batman reference i, I that one 
<laughs> Look, I love the Batman trilogy, I, but that I mean, is that is it for me. No, I know you love Batman. I just the I got and I got the joke, the Bane thing, but <laughs> <laughs> it was more relevant back in 2019. I don't know. Oh gosh, no, it was. It's it's still relevant to this. It's day. Still relevant. I don't yeah. want you to. No, I, I I guarantee you, the listeners appreciate. No, you had a fun time. I'm glad you en- you enjoyed it for yourself. So that's yeah. I, you know that that's all that matters. I think you're right. It's not for the listeners. It's no, you're for right. Me. It's for sure. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, but then we go into the student spotlight, which we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, sitting with Tom, Jenna, and. Jenna, I apologize. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Quinzinski. No, come on, man. You got to get this right. Are you serious? It's <laughs> no. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's Kowinski. 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 Oh God, Jenna, I apologize. I, I'm telling you, I'm still working on it. But Tom Gregowitz, Jenna Kowinski, right, and Johnson Lamb. Yeah. And just really how, as students, the university has prepared them for their careers. And it's crazy because, like you said, we originally recorded that in January. They were kind of reflecting on their time. Then we had to re-record it, unfortunately, in March. Mm-hmm. So and now at this time, they graduated. And we recently just talked to Jenna well, yeah. with the Mitchell panel right. at Cooper right. Road Medical University. Mm-hmm. I was doing her MD. Right. I recently saw that Tom got a full-time role. I think it's in New York, I'm pretty sure. But I apologize, Tom, if I misspoke there. And then Johnson just recently caught up with him about two months ago and he said he's actually heading to Arizona. Right. I remember that. So he's still doing that. So they're both, all three of them are doing incredible. Yeah. They're doing amazing. Yeah. So again, shout out to you guys and love to have you guys back on the podcast. Seriously. And that was such a fun episode, even with all the technical difficulties, just to have that in-person experience to be able to, to actually interview, uh, now graduates and uh, young alumni. Um, and to hear all the great things that they're doing. I definitely loved all of their stories about their transition into careers and, you know, figuring out what was going on while they were at U Sciences that led them to where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to hear how they're doing now is just uh, amazing, even in the last six months. Um, yeah, I agree. And then even the, the little advice that they shared uh, that they wish they knew as students and things that have prepared them. I think that was like a really one and only so far, like student-centric episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for all of our students, I know that this podcast is kind of geared towards your later years of university as well as young professionals. But I think that is a great nugget, uh, to say the least, with just learning advice and how to prepare yourself while you're at the university. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you, you all should really think of yourselves as young professionals now, whether you're graduated or not. Uh, you know, there's definitely ways to be able to develop your own skill sets and to carry yourselves in the professional world that this podcast can definitely help you out with. So by no means is this podcast meant to uh, exclude current students because everybody really, uh, once, you, once you start out at U Sciences, you're automatically in some way in the professional realm. So you should definitely think of yourselves as young professionals now. Uh, and what we're doing through the podcast hopefully is, is helpful for that. Yeah. And even the episode after uh, where we actually, Sean and I got to do a, a live episode through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was super fun. Uh, it was a little bit, I think it was a little bit stir crazy just because we only gave our guests like 15 minute spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we unfortunately couldn't figure out how to save the episode because no, no. We, were, we were, I swear, we were like, two old people just trying to figure out new technology 
we were we still are yeah we still are i mean it was hilarious us trying to like prepare for this instagram live and like looking at instagram like how do i what do i push this button and <laughs> like i don't know what to do but yeah i mean that episode was amazing um i had so much that was probably my favorite episode for us to do just because of the the range of stories the format of it it was just all all around uh, an amazing time to talk about how folks are kind of dealing with the pandemic. You know, it was right after the semester had ended and we got to sit down with Pooja, uh, who is a part of the YPO, the Young Professionals Organization, and the work that she's doing out in Chicago. Whitney, who is now a, a, a graduate, a class of 2020, um, and what that meant for her kind of going into the, the real world a little bit more. And Dr. Christine Flanagan, you know, as a professor, what, what that looked like, that transition between starting out the semester in person and then very abruptly kind of shifting into this online format and facing the pandemic as a professor, you know, someone who, who still has to teach and all of the amazing stories that came out of the work that she was doing. She is actually also uh, highlighted in the bulletin that came out this, this quarter. So once you finish reading Sean and I's article, make sure that you flip to the the centerfold. Uh, I think she got she got the 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 big spot and and just read her story because it was so great and just an amazing storyteller, amazing person and uh was really excited to be able to have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point and how each of them have adapted to. I think that was the greatest thing to hear, yeah. especially Dr. Flanagan. I again, I don't want to get too much aware or spoiler alert of what's in the bulletin, but mm-hmm. how she's adapted and the optimism that she has and yeah. how she just flipped it to a positive uh, with how she's learned from her students and how they progressed, even though with this unfortunate uh, COVID pandemic and yeah. being virtual for the last part of the semester. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then after that, we kind of transition and that's a bit, and that's a great thing with this podcast. I just want to reiterate again, like the relevancy of mm-hmm. how we, as again, being host, thought about how we should transition into the next episode after that. But sitting down with Rosemary Hall, who is also the head of the Alumni Association or the Board of Directors for Alumni Association, along with mm-hmm. Casey Ryan, mm-hmm. as well as leading the effort uh, with the response of the COVID-19 pandemic in the Delaware County mm-hmm. area. And the things that she is doing and continuing to doing today is truly incredible. Uh, truly one of a kind, to say the least, and paving that way for other counties around the Pennsylvania area as well as, well as the tri-state. Something that she shared was, again, that mobile unit that actually is treating patients and treating individuals that can't get access to care in these rural areas that can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And again, at the at the end of the podcast, sharing that positive outlook that she had, especially yeah. from talking to her father and then how she's sharing that optimism moving forward, even though now, again, we're talking in September, I'm still facing this pandemic, but just having that optimism moving forward has definitely shined a light with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just to know that these are all people with amazing stories who came from the same place, right? Like these are all U Sciences alumni. um, And knowing that we all kind of have that shared experience is is amazing. And then jumping into the, the next episodes of our proven everywhere series which is a little bit of a a little bit more of a bigger bite uh in terms of what we were chewing and uh i think it went well i think we had uh, amazing stories highlighting tremendous success um from youth sciences alumni who kind of took non-traditional paths whether they were 
at U Sciences or or after. Um, and so we started out with me um, <laughs> and my kind of journey to getting into the space of community development and public policy and what that's meant for me the last few years. Um, and then Felina, the next week, uh, Felina Buslig, who was a class of 2015 graduate, uh, and she is now both uh, a doctor of veterinary medicine and a very successful and thriving musician. Yeah. Um, and make sure you listen to her episode specifically because it's the only time that we changed the intro and outro music uh, to her actual new single, Stay on the Ground, uh, which is just an awesome song. But Felina was an amazing guest, followed up by Stephanie Pham, who is also a 2015 graduate with the uh, Pharmaceutical Healthcare and Business Program. Yeah. Amazing, amazing story in thinking about how you can translate a PhD, like a pharmaceutical business degree, into the entertainment business and doing it so well through all of her work with art school dropouts is, is amazing. I, I fangirl over art school dropouts. And <laughs> everybody at this point probably knows it, but the, the stuff that they do is just so cool. And then wrapping it up with the incomparable Mayank Amin uh, and all of his work at Skipback Pharmacy and Platinum Dream Events and everything else that he's done in his career. I loved his story, you know, just so many positive vibes and the real focus on patient-centered care, kind of whole person-focused care um, through what he's doing at, at Skipback Pharmacy. It was just a, an invaluable amount of information you know, and life lessons that we got to hear from so many people. And they're, they're still kind of in the, the, the early years of their career. You know, yeah. they're, they're just now getting started, um, which is really promising and really exciting. So that series was definitely a big feather in, uh, I think, 43rd and Woodland's cap. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And I actually followed Platinum Dream Events on Instagram. And I think my uncle was recently at a wedding. Um, hosting a wedding again safely of course outdoors I saw that absolutely beautiful wherever they were at so my uncle wherever you were at please let us know because it looked absolutely beautiful yeah we gotta (laughs) find our way over there yeah seriously but it's kind of crazy I mean even though we went through that so fast that brings us to today and so about two weeks ago we recorded and published our last episode which was more than just a science with Dr. John Gans Mm -hmm. who is just a trailblazer in the world of pharmacy and the career that he's had yeah. and those invaluable life lessons just to share one, like that Gantz philosophy being the first right. one and last one out mm-hmm. is something I personally have taken on yeah. during my time after graduating from the university of sciences. And that life lesson alone has transcended my career or even right. just jumpstarted my career. Now, again, I'm nowhere near what he has done, what he has accomplished right. and even taking his course, unfortunately it's not available anymore at University of Sciences, but those books that I read during my time at U Sciences, I would 120% recommend it to yeah. anybody listening to this. I know we share the links within the podcast episode on Anchor, mm-hmm. but if you do have any questions on how to access those or to uh, read those, please let us know and also reach out to Dr. Gantz. He is mm-hmm. a invaluable resource and we'll be happy to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he definitely had some amazing advice. And even the conversation we had before and after our recording was just so many nuggets of wisdom. Um, yeah. And that's what I think, you know, is the great thing about what podcast production can provide for an individual person, you know, just the opportunity to connect and kind of get access to 
all of this information and all of this knowledge and all of this wisdom, it's definitely something that I hope folks are a little bit more inspired to, to try and start just because of the, the opportunity you get to have some of these conversations and be in some of the spaces that you might not normally be in. And obviously, you know, all that said and done, we're now recording our, our latest episode and just kind of recapping the last year. But we really, really, like I said, you know, we've got 750 people actively uh, following what we're doing. Um, it's all thanks to our listeners. You know, we really do have to thank all of you who are listening, you know, who have provided us feedback, who have given us ideas, uh, who have shared and, and encouraged and supported what we've done over the last year. Uh, everyone from the Young Professionals Organization to Institutional Advancement, um, Kim Barkamer and uh, Colleen Chase and Casey Ryan, who have done so many amazing things in helping support this podcast and get it off the ground. All of our YPO steering committee folks, as well as, you know, like I said, all of you who are listening. And we want to encourage everybody who's listening to, to continue to give us feedback, share suggestions about themes or discussions ideas and topics of conversation that you would want us to have. Even guests, uh, we're always more than open to interaction with one another through this podcast. And like Sean mentioned, and I'll reiterate, we really do, as we think about going into this next year, want to focus on how much more we can create that sense of community uh, within this podcast. So the more that you reach out to us and connect with us through this podcast, uh, the more it'll feel like we're connected with each other. And I definitely think that right now, more than ever, we we should be feeling connected with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And even just, just reiterating that, and even just emphasizing, like this is not just Jared and I's podcast, this is our podcast. And, right. and what I mean by our is anybody who's listening, yep. not just you sciences community, but anybody from student to alumnus to mm -hmm. inside and outside the university, uh, so we want to give you you all the content that you want to listen or you, and answer your questions. So please reach out to us. Uh, you can send audio messages through Anchor, which is a very valuable source. We've actually gotten a few audio messages, which has been great. So thank you for individuals that have sent those. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up, it's only, I think, about a minute recording. Yeah. So if you pass the minute, uh, no need to worry. Please reach us either our, through our personal social media. I think a lot of us know how to get to us. Mm -hmm. um, but if not to streamline that approach, we actually have a YPO U Sciences email address. And that is actually YPO, the letters YPO at usciences.edu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, just to reiterate, the audio message probably cuts out about a minute <laughs> in. So you got to be quick with what you want to say, but we'll definitely listen to them uh, and feel free absolutely to, to reach out. And then, yeah, I, I want to make sure that we also talk about what's in store. You know, we've talked about all of these great things that we've done. I think we did a pretty decent victory lap. I feel good, but this isn't over. Uh, you know, it really is still just the, the beginning. And so there's many more next steps going on with what we're going to be doing through YPO, through the podcast, a lot more coming your way and uh, even our way. So, you know, again, our vision for the next year specifically is really going to be focusing on how we can create more community with you all, uh, with everyone who's listening and everyone who's engaging with this podcast, creating that sense of community and being a voice for others. You know, we want to be able to uh, provide opportunities, uh, whether it's volunteering or engaging with uh, staff or other alumni or other students. 
And with that comes a little bit of maybe discomfort because some of the conversations that we need to have, we have to be open and honest with each other about, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now with the COVID pandemic. We'll be touching on that a little bit more with President Katz next month in October to talk about some updates with the university and how the university is handling the COVID crisis. Uh, We also want to move forward in talking about some of the larger social and systemic issues around uh, racism and racial uh, connection with each other and interviewing our Black Student Union and their members and talking about what it means to be a person of color right now in America, but also the experience of people of color at the University of the Sciences. There's a lot more coming down the pipe that we're excited about sharing, but like I said, these are going to be maybe a little bit uncomfortable, but hopefully bring us more together and really create that sense of community. Uh, and we, we hope that we can use 43rd and Woodland, even in a, just a little bit of a humble way to be that voice for others and have those conversations more openly with one another. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And even has taken a minute just to shout out what our alumni are doing as well as students. So having maybe those mini TED Talks, just sharing the research that you're doing, or again, that community service or projects that you're doing in and outside of the university. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that we talked about and we've seen from a lot of other podcasts are kind of those advertisements or commercials that you have in between episodes. So Mm -hmm. be on the lookout for that. If you have any research or anything that you want to share or have people get involved, let us know. We'd love to hear your story. Again, creating that sense of community and that voice for others is something that we're truly trying to push and making ourselves a little different than a normal podcast, uh, to say the least. Yeah, I'm excited that that mini TED Talk idea definitely came from Sean. (laughs) But I'm very excited about it. You know, so like Sean said, if you've got things that you want to talk about and you can do it in kind of a quick, concise way, 15, 20 minute spots that we'd love to share Uh, we can definitely do that through this podcast. So please don't hesitate to reach out. We do want to be able to connect with all of you more uh, and have you connect with us as well as the larger alumni community. And another way to be able to do that as we wrap up this episode, and you've heard Sean and I talk about it again and again last couple of episodes, is through U-Sciences Nexus as well. If you haven't already done so, make sure that you sign up for U-Sciences Nexus. You can do so at nexus.usciences.edu. Nexus is basically a new virtual platform just for you sciences alumni to connect professionally and personally. And it's an awesome resource for anyone looking to build new relationships, find mentors or jobs, or just stay connected to old friends and faculty. Yeah. And it's been great. I mean, we've caught up with a lot of people on Nexus and we've actually been posting a lot of our episodes on there. So please check us out. Again, we have a lot of content coming your way, but we're also happy to hear from you. So Looking forward to it. Thank you, everybody, again for listening, and we'll talk soon. Thanks.